Welcome to the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. When Kevin gives the word, be prepared to call in to 865-243-TALK. That's 865-243-8255. Now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray, your host, here with Mark Griffith, our co-host, Shine, our producer. We thank you for coming in today. Hope you guys are having a wonderful weekend. And uh, we always uh, aim to try to bring value to your day and bring you information and help educate you, uh, the listener, about important information that's going on in the housing industry and the things that will help you to make decisions that uh, really will make the value of your life better. And what better uh, way to do that than to help you and your family uh, as we uh, get into the summer months here to discuss uh, and understand and uh, investigate uh, the the world of pest and pest infestation and all the things related to that. And today we are very happy to have uh, a guest that really has an extraordinary uh, really resume when it comes to this information. We have with us the Vice President of Public Affairs with a National Pest Management Association, Missy Hendrickson. Missy, thank you for joining us. And thank you for having me. And Missy has been uh, featured actually in several uh, national outlets, NBC Today Show, CBS The Early Show, uh, MSNBC, Rachel Ray Show, The Dr. Oz Show, CNBC Street Signs, and she has also been quoted by People Magazine, USA Today, The Wall Street Journal, and numerous other national and local newspapers. Um, and now she's here with us on the housing hour as our resident expert on pest uh, control and, and other things. Thank you for coming in. We have a lot of questions, and I think there's certainly a lot of concern as we get into the summer here. You know, we had a very mild, you know, winter. So we, I think, uh, Missy, does that pose a problem for the need to educate people and understand what's going to happen this summer? Absolutely. Um pests are really, they don't have any way to know what's happening. They don't have a, a calendar, so they really rely on Mother Nature to tell them what their bodies should be doing. With the warm weather, many of them woke up early, and so they are out in force. Pests that we oftentimes don't see, even till late summer, have already emerged. Now, you do, your, your association helps to educate the public. Why don't you just give us an overview, really, of what it is that your organization does, and then we'll go from there. Sure. The National Pest Management Association is a nonprofit organization committed to the protection of public health and food and property. We have over 7,000 member companies throughout the United States and abroad, and together we work at educating the public on how they can protect themselves from the diseases and dangers of pests. Now, do you guys work with the Center of Disease Control or in Atlanta? Um, we rely on the information provided by okay. the CDC a lot, and a lot of my colleagues work with them as new issues are developing. Um, again, any organization that is working with issues associated with public health is certainly a partner for us as we collectively work in ways to safeguard the, the public from the diseases of pests. 
Well, there's there's one thing on your website, and her website is pestworld.org. Um, that is where you can go to learn more about her organization and you know all of the things about prevention and education that she's speaking about. And one of the the great uh, little tools that Mark found, which was ten steps to reduce pests at outdoor festivities this summer. And you know the fact is, like you just mentioned, Missy, you know with the fact that we had the the mild winter and we also had you know kind of a a, a warm you know start here to this season. You know, a lot of the pests are coming out quicker and they're waking up, like you mentioned, and they're relying on what the temperature is. This 10-step process helps to really identify some problem areas to, to kind of take into account when you're planning your outdoor activities. So talk a little bit about that as well. There's a lot of things people should be aware of. First, maybe we should identify the types of pests that that people will be seeing. So summertime, it it brings us outdoors. So we're going to be more likely to see mosquitoes because of this early um, emergence of pests. And with some of the rain that we're experiencing, many experts are saying this could be one of the worst mosquito seasons we will have seen in a while. That same comment is being said about ticks. Mm. Uh, Ticks are really out in full force. Took one Um, off my dog just last night. Well, it's very good that you're you're doing that. And it's important for people to to, um, consult with their veterinarians to make sure that the pets are properly protected. Right. Certainly... um, that's a way, if your dogs are bringing ticks indoors, it's certainly a way that, that humans can pick them up as well. So ticks are out in full force. Mosquitoes are out. And generally, it's a very heavy season for stinging insects and ants. So all of these pests are really more than just nuisances. Uh, ticks obviously transmit disease. We hear most about Rocky Mountain spotted fever. I know down in Tennessee, that's a big issue. And certainly Lyme disease. Mosquitoes bring West Nile virus. Stinging insects send over half a million people to the hospital every year. So it's it's important, first of all, that people realize it's not just a nuisance factor. It's not just things that make us say, ick. So the steps that people should be doing to protect themselves really are important. So if you're going to be outdoors, make sure that you wear an insect repellent. Uh, the Center for Disease Control recommends that those insect repellents contain DEET or Picardin or oil of lemon eucalyptus. Oh, those insect repellents can really help with ticks and mosquitoes. If you've got young children, you want to make sure to contact your um, your pediatrician and, and just follow their recommendations. For adults and for older children, follow the labeling directions. We certainly live in a society where people believe more is better. If a little bit will do the job, more will do better. Right. That's not what you want to do with pest control. You want <laughs> right. to follow the label directions. And not in the face either. You want, no. to, you want to apply you know, only in the areas that would not get in their eyes, correct? And not in your eyes, exactly. And if you're going to be eating, you want to make sure to keep the, the insect repellent And cuts, try well. to keep them away from cuts, I would imagine. Uncomfortable. If yeah. you've been stung once, right. <laughs> you don't want to do it again. So important there. If you're going to be having a, a backyard barbecue, um, you want to make sure to empty out all areas that would have collected water beforehand because, of course, that the mosquitoes love water. So bird baths, children's toys, um, your grill cover. A lot of times people forget that, but a lot of times the grill covers don't fit the grill tightly, and it can um, have little receptacles there. After a heavy rainfall, you want to shake that out as well. Um, You'll have mosquito burgers if you're not careful. Not sounding too attractive. <laughs> no, not at all. Hey, Missy, this is Mark. I was going to ask you um, about pest stuff on you. As a Boy Scout, we always get our clothes and we put permethrin, I think mm-hmm. is the name of it. Are you familiar with that? Permethrin. Yes, I am. Permethrin. Okay. And now, is that 
is that something that is good to use? I know you put it on the clothes, and and then it seems like everything stays away from you. We don't, you know, hardly have to put on deets. Is it any good? It is effective. Generally, we see people using clothing treated with permethrin only if they're going to be outdoors or in wooded areas for an extended period of time. So in your own yard, just your general outdoor activities for most of us, you wouldn't necessarily need to go to great lengths to have your clothing treated with permethrin. And you can actually buy clothing that's already been uh, treated with permethrin in a lot of the camping stores. Um, But definitely for Boy Scout activities, Girl Scout activities, I'm a Girl Scout leader myself, um, the permethrin treated clothing can be very effective. But just for for most of us outside enjoying a nice summer day, not necessary. Now you mentioned um, you were you were talking about the ten steps to reduce the pests, and you mm-hmm. mentioned about you know the different things you know as far as you know the the bird baths and, and then making sure that your kids are protected. Um, was there any other items that you wanted to talk about in that? Or did, or did we give you the opportunity to finish is what I mean. Oh, there's so many different right, things yes, that people can be doing. So insect repellent, important. Making sure the water is gone, important. Um, if you are, again, serving those those uh, barbecues outside, wise to serve the food indoors and have people then go outdoors to eat it if you want to do that. Again, that, that food sitting around can be very attractive to insects. Okay. Um, if you are, they're also attracted to sugary substances. So particularly if you're serving young guests, you may want to serve things in closed containers. So stinging insects often are, are known to kind of fly into the, to the open cups. Uh, particularly for young guests, you may want to minimize that temptation. Um, it, it, some simple things that really should seem like common sense, but bears repeating. Uh, keeping garbage sealed and contained and, and away from the guest areas. Pests are attracted to that sitting food. Cleaning up any spills or crumbs immediately. Cleaning up your utensils and dishware immediately following so that, again, you're not providing welcoming opportunities for for those pests. And then one last thing, um, kind of in the, the same topic area, is making sure your screen doors are intact. If there have been any holes that have surfaced um, as, as limbs have been falling down from trees or over the winter months, make sure those are repaired. Um, as your guests are coming in and outside of, from your home, make sure those doors are closing behind them. Again, a lot of things are common sense, but we all need reminders from time to time. Now, there was an issue that I had when I went to Gatlinburg a couple of weeks ago. And I don't know if, how familiar you are with this area, but in Gatlinburg, it seemed like there was a lot of flies in this particular area. Now, that's probably kind of ignorant of me to say because it was probably because there was so much food in this particular picnic area. So we were making our hamburgers and we cooked them on the grill. And one of the, the th- big nuisance that we found, and this is not you know, specific to Gatlinburg, but in general was that we had a lot of flies and they were landing on the food. You know, my kids were, you know, not liking that. My wife was not liking that. I don't care personally, but (laughs) um, now I guess the question though, for parents and others, you know, should we be concerned about a fly landing on our food? And even though we shoo it away, I mean, he's doing, he's circling around and coming back in for a landing. So should we be concerned about that from a disease standpoint? Um, flies can certainly transmit disease. What happens with a lot of these pests that we're talking about and, and a lot of other common pests too, cockroaches, um, are, are similar. They will land in a variety of different surfaces. You oftentimes think of flies being attracted to uh, dog droppings. So they'll land in the dog droppings or cow droppings or whatever it may be. Yeah. And then they travel around and then they may land on your hamburger. 
Right. Um, so this is really why a lot I didn't of even think about that. I, I'm <laughs> so sorry. And I'm glad In Gatlinburg, it's, it's probably bear your dropping. next burger. Um, <laughs> but certainly that can happen. So a lot, you know, these pests will uh, carry bacteria in, in different kinds of human pathogens. Um, and so we do see a lot of pests that can transmit salmonella, um, E. coli, because yeah. of these behaviors that we've just talked about. Okay, so that's good information. And, you know, another thing that I was thinking about, and I'm, I'm thinking about things that the public would want to know about, and I know that you partner with people here locally, and Mark pointed out to me a couple of tools on your website. One of those is that if you have the need um, for someone specific in your area that that really has been under your all's tutelage, I guess you would say, and have went through your program and understand the education piece of it, there's a place where you can put a zip code in. Absolutely. On pestworld.org, which is our consumer site, we do have a place on there. It's called a, a Find a Pro. You yeah. can find a professional in your local area who is a member of the association. Members of an association receive constant education, constant training, have the opportunity to network with others and make sure that they're up on the, the latest findings in pest control. So if you go to pestworld.org, you can enter your zip code and find a pest professional. On that same site, it will help you... Um, with some tips on finding a pro, what things are important, what questions should you be asking, um, such as um, making sure the company is indeed a licensed pest control company. It offers um, suggestions about getting referrals, um, what's covered, um, how to make a good buying decision. Now, um, another question I have is, um, I hear that there, I noticed this on your website, I, I, this is not something that I just knew off the top of my head, but that the foggers are not is, are not very effective for for bed bugs. Is this correct? Correct. Bed bugs have certainly been a pest that have been very problematic in the last several years. We, in fact, we published a study last year in 2011. We found one in five Americans has now come into contact with bed bugs, either directly or indirectly. Uh, research came out earlier this week that documented what many had been experiencing. But the uh, uh, Susan Jones with the Ohio State University published a study this week that documented in. In, uh, her research that foggers were not effective in treating bed bugs. Okay, well that's good information because obviously if you go to Kroger's they're still selling it and it still says it's good for it. So when we come back you're going to stay around with us for another segment. We thank you so much for coming in and speaking to us. This is great information, Mark, and thank you for getting her to come on. We'll be right back in just a couple of minutes after these messages. This is the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray and Mark Griffith. WNOX News Talk 100.3. Find us on Facebook. At Title Associates of Knoxville, we are all about you. You, the buyer, the seller, the real estate agent, or the lender. Hi, I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. Our staff has been serving Knoxville and surrounding counties for over 20 years with timely, attentive service. We are constantly updating and re-educating ourselves to ensure the best possible service to our customers. 
customers. At Titleist Associates, we are proud to be a part of this community, a community that has remained positive during the downturn of the economy and a community that will recover with an even stronger real estate market. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Title Associates, your choice and the right choice. When choosing a company to handle your home financing, you want a great rate and someone you can trust. Tennesseans turn to Mortgage Investors Group, named Tennessee's number one THDA lender, eight years running. Homegrown right here in the Volunteer State and with 15 Tennessee locations, Mortgage Investors Group takes a caring approach to the lending process, finding a program specific to your needs. For more information, call toll-free 800-489-8910 or visit migonline.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution serving Tennessee for the past 22 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. Mortgage Investors Group is an equal housing lender. When it's time to buy a home or take advantage of terrific refinancing options, put your trust in Tennessee's leading independent mortgage lender for over 20 years. With 15 locations in the state of Tennessee, Mortgage Investor Group offers a diversified line of products that takes a caring approach to the lending process that ensures each loan fits your individual needs. For more information, call toll-free 800-489-8910 or visit migonline.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution serving Tennessee for the past 22 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. Mortgage Investors Group is an equal housing lender. East Tennessee's home for Fox News Radio, 100.3 WNOX. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray, and you are listening to the Beatles. And as you obviously can tell, the Beatles were playing that in honor of this special segment that we are uh, discussing. And pests, I would assume that Beatles are uh, considered a pest. Uh, is that correct, Missy? Absolutely. Okay. The not Beatles, the band, though. The, no, exactly. <laughs> the band uh, very much is not, and you can uh, download their music on iTunes, as well as we also have an app that Missy would like to mention, and we're going to put it on our website as well, and that is you have an app to help identify uh, uh, bugs and so forth. Tell me a little bit about that. Absolutely. Everything, because we know that everybody's mobile now and it's not always easy to log on to your PC, everything that is on our consumer site, pestworld.org, can also be found on our app, which is called Pestworld. So information on bug identification, if you see something that's giving you the creepy crawlies, you can look on the web, on the uh, app and try and identify what kind of bug that may be, learn a little bit about it. You can also use that app to find a pest professional who can help you with any infestations you may have or with your pest control problems. It also has a lot of helpful advice on there, how to keep those bugs out of your home. And you also mentioned, because we are in the summer months here, um, a great website uh, for kids. We have a website called pestworldforkids.org. A lot of good information for kids. During the school year, there's information for science fair projects and class projects. But in the summer, our kids are with us for, you know, 10 extra weeks, which is great bonding time. But I know from my own time as a mom that we oftentimes need a little help in filling the days. So there's some really fun uh, bug projects on there, some craft projects, also some food uh, items you can make that are bug-themed. And uh, we also have a lot of uh, educational videos, a lot of fun for kids kids 
they can kind of impress you with some of the bug facts that they've learned. And the other great thing about that website and the pestworld.org website is the fact that uh, we have Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts and a lot of other maybe campfire girls, and they have to identify bugs for certain merit badges or certain pins or whatever they do. This would be a great resource isn't for that the leaders. Che- isn't that cheating? <laughs> well, you, you, ha- you need to know what you, you know. <laughs> it's, it's guiding. It's guiding. And uh, right. people that work in our industry, if we have kind of bug scientists, they're called entomologists. So within the Boy Scout ranks, or in the Girl Scout troops, there may be some future entomologists in the bunch. Uh, we're also getting ready to launch an ebook this summer. Very exciting, and it's about a young girl and her dad who's an entomologist. So lots of fun information for kids. So it's, it's a fictional story? It's a fictional story about a little girl named Millie, and uh, she is a pest detective. And so she wow. goes on, on outings Like Ace Ventura, kind of? Exactly. Based into her pest detective. That's exactly right. She sees different clues and figures out what the, uh, helps her dad figure out what pests might be lurking in people's homes. And then her dad uh, helps them out. So that's coming out this summer. So is this your book? It is. It's a book that's being produced by the National Pest Management Association. It's actually being uh, written for us by the woman who writes Five Minutes for Blo- uh, Five Minutes for Mom, which is a very popular uh, blog for moms out there. And so that will be published. Um, we're expecting it out this summer. It will be available on our website and also through different um, outlets where you. Is can that get a free books. download? It's a free download. So we'll put it on our website. Yeah, definitely. You know, I think great. it's so cool what you guys do because this is a subject matter that maybe not everybody wants to sit around the dinner table talking about, but at the same time, they also need to understand and be educated about it, and you're making it fun and available and kind of user-friendly for all, including adults and and kids alike. I think that's really neat. Before I go on, I do have to ask you another couple of questions about mosquitoes because I, 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 I swear it was just not but a week ago or so that there was this report that came out about this this um, popular uh, selling uh, mosquito deterrent system that uses sound waves that only your dogs and and I guess some kids maybe can hear. And and then I heard a lady, um, and I thought it could have been you actually, that said there is no scientific evidence that says that sound waves or anything like that can deter mosquitoes. That's my understanding as well, that the, the sound waves are, um, I have not seen any research that demonstrates the, the efficacy that that, uh, that is, is making. Um, was that you that I heard? It was like on CNN or something. May have been. It yeah. may have been. We do a lot throughout the country to help educate people about the diseases and, uh, diseases and dangers of pests. I think the most important thing that people should understand is the importance of covering their body. And that would, again, be with insect repellents, with DEET, picaridin, or oil of lemon eucalyptus. A lot of times we're asked about the citronella candles. Yeah. Uh, it's important for people to understand what they do and what they don't do. They are effective in keeping mosquitoes, uh, their populations or their numbers very limited, or limiting the populations immediately around you. They will not clear the population from your yard. They will, <clears throat> excuse me, they will not prevent you from getting bitten, but they can be effective in minimizing the immediate local population. But people, if they're using citronella candles for a barbecue, should not think that that will take care of all of the mosquitoes in the area. Again, insect repellent would be important. 
And Missy, uh, now we talked about the insects as being the pest, but I know that there's other pests in the households that are lurking around. Talk a little bit about the rodents and some of the things that you, you know about them. We each have our own fear factor pests. Rodents are mine. Rodents are the ones that make me scared. Um, certainly we're talking about mice and we're talking about rats in that respect. This is another pest that can contaminate food sources, kitchen sources, uh, with you know with their feces. Uh, they, that can spread salmonella or the hantavirus. Um, so it's a disease-oriented, it's a, um, a safety-oriented pest in that respect, but also in terms of the damage they can do to your home that could be structural. Mm. Um, there are, they use those teeth very regularly, so mice can certainly chew away at your electrical wiring, and um, there are house fires that are often caused by that, uh, that wiring being chewed through and the electrical malfunctions that can be result, it can result from that. Squirrels, it, too. Squirrels in squirrels, Tennessee are big problems. Nuisance wildlife is another big problem. So we've got squirrels that fall in that category, bats, raccoons, possums, any of those kinds of things that are meant to be outdoors when they are wildlife. When they come inside, it becomes nuisance wildlife. Um, even with the, you know, the bugs that we're talking about, outdoors, away from human contact, um, they all have a role in, in nature. But when they impact us, when they start coming into our territory or, you know, affecting our safety, that's when they become pests. Okay. When you, let's, let me just define or understand what the definition of a pest is. Because, like, for instance, a stray dog, in my mind, that just keeps coming up, I consider that a pest, but obviously <laughs> it's not. But, for instance, we have baby birds that are popping up in every corner of our house, it seems. Not inside, but outside. Um, are those considered pests? Well, I think, you know, it really depends on, on each individual's tolerance threshold. Outdoors, I'm a, I'm a huge nature lover, and yeah. I enjoy admiring you know, when a bird builds a, a nest in our yard. My kids and my husband and I, we get excited that we know that we're going to be able to witness a beautiful thing with the birth of those babies. That's yes. beautiful. If those birds were to somehow come in our house, and we've had it happen where they've come in our screen porch to try and make a nest, then that's crossing over the threshold. We don't want um, those inside our home. And do they carry diseases? Um, sometimes with the birds, some of the, um, like bird mites, some of the things that can travel along with them yeah. um, can be the things that we would worry most about. And a lot of the pests, you know, we were just talking about rodents. They can also carry fleas or they can, um, so it can be secondary pests that can uh, create And just their droppings are just, well. their, their droppings have, you know, terrible things in it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And of course, with rodents, um, they, they reproduce so quickly that what may start out as something small, if not treated immediately, um, you can really have a, a major infestation. I know I'm bouncing around a little bit, but things come to me and I just want to ask you. I know when I was growing up, my father would protect us by purchasing this big fluorescent lamp that was so annoying it was like you know and it would you know it seemed like it was but what it appeared to do is it was just attracting bugs bugs that wouldn't have even come to us but because we had this big fluorescent light that obviously they were coming out of the wood woodwork and out of the woods literally and so people were thinking oh this is really working but i mean if you put a magnet and a bunch of you know metal around obviously it's going to bring it's going to bring a bunch of metal so tell me does that even work those those buzz bug bug zappers zappers? yes Um, again they're they're kind of like citronella candles they can minimize the population in the immediate environment but they're not going to get 
rid of them all, and they are not going to prevent you from being bitten. So again, insect repellent. Right. Um, they, they, in the um, bug zappers, so they can get rid of some of the mosquitoes, which for a lot of people, they'll say hip, hip, hooray, but they can also get rid of some of the beneficial insects as well. So it's just, uh, you know, kind of your own personal preferences there. Now, we only have a few minutes left, and I think we need to spend the last little bit on the, one of the most... Uh, I guess, important insects to be aware of, or if it's even an insect, I don't know, but that are termites. Mm. Um, Termites are very problematic, and we've been hearing reports all over the country about uh, larger numbers of termite swarms this Mm. year. Do they be because of the mild weather? Um, the, a lot of, t- I think they came out earlier this year and just, you know, for a variety of different factors, again, in different parts of the country, um, it's resulting in um, the higher number of swarms that are being reported. Uh, termites cause over $5 billion worth of property damage, and that's billion with a B. Oh. Um, and it's important that people have a termite inspection. We recommend them annually, um, and it's just, it can offer a good peace of mind if there's no evidence of a termite inspection, I'm sorry, of a termite infestation, everyone can sleep a little more easily. If you do have a termite problem, a professional can treat that for you. Missy, when you talk about a swarm, everybody thinks a termites is under the ground. What are they swarming? How do they, what does that look like? It's part of their, their reproductive cycle. So the, the termites will fly up in the air, and it, it's how they mate, and then they will leave wings behind. So if you see a cluster of wings either outside or it even can be indoors, um, that may mean that, that may indoors. Be, it may it indoors. Mean, did you say? Absolutely. Oh. Because the termites, uh, they can come up through the ground. It's a bad sign. They're different signs of termites. It can be a bad sign. And I would recommend you contact a professional. Termites are definitely not a do-it-yourself pest. It's important because of the structural integrity of your home and the damage that can be done to have a a proper inspection done. And if they do find concerning signs, they will treat. In addition to the swarms, you can also sometimes see mud tubes, which would be on the outside of your home generally, not always. Um, But uh, that could be sign of a termite infestation as well. Now, the public, we can't just go out and buy the chemical that kills the termites, correct? Or those tube things that you put in the ground. They have those at, like, Home Depot and stuff. Mm -hmm. Is that effective? Mm -hmm. There are uh, products that are available for consumers, but, again, because of the significant damage that can be done, the difficult... Uh, the difficulty of reaching all the different locations where termites can be found, and also even understanding where to look. Uh, Termites, they don't like to be found. And again, because they can come up through the dirt, um, it really is wise to have a professional look. There are several things people can be doing to minimize the likelihood of termites finding their their home welcoming. For instance, when you're mulching this spring, keep that mulch uh, away from the foundation of your home. You want to leave about an 18-inch gap between the mulch and the foundation. Make sure your firewood isn't stored next to your home. Make sure that there aren't any uh, shrubs or tree limbs that are uh, brushing up right against your home. Um, Termites eat the cellulose that's found in wood. It's also found in books. It's found in wallpaper. So those are the, that's what they're looking for. And so if ever, it's uh, a good time of year to remind yourself of these things and do your part to minimize your home, providing a welcoming environment for termites. But you, you mentioned 18 inches from mm-hmm. the bottom of your siding now, because it used to be that the um, federal regulations for home inspections would say four inches from your siding because the t- shelter tubes, uh, termites wouldn't go up that far. But you're saying 18 inches. 
That's, you know, that's what we recommend, um, and there's probably a little bit of a safety barrier that's built in there as well, um, and I know we want to make our home welcoming to our guests, um, so you can probably go a little less than that and, and still have a comfort zone. Just not the pest guests. Exactly. Right? exactly. Now, um, we only have a minute left, so I want to just take this time to thank you for coming in and sharing this information with us. It's been extremely helpful, and just like you said that the, you can purchase some products, the consumer can, it's better to have an expert do these things and take care of the issues, and somebody just like we do mortgages, we want people to come in because we're the experts, and we want to thank you for coming in very much, Missy. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having us. Yes. And if anyone has any questions, they can certainly reach us through PestWorld.org. PestWorld.org is where you can find her. Again, today we've had Missy come in and tell us all about all about the, everything that you need to know about pests. Missy Hendrickson, and it's PestWorld.org. And guess what? We'll be right back with another great guest in just one moment. First choice for News Talk, 100.3 WNOX. At Title Associates of Knoxville, we are all about you. You, the buyer, the seller, the real estate agent, or the lender. Hi, I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. Our staff has been serving Knoxville and surrounding counties for over 20 years with timely, attentive service. We are constantly updating and re-educating ourselves to ensure the best possible service to our customers. At Title Associates, we are proud to be a part of this community, a community that has remained positive during the downturn of the economy and a community that will recover with an even stronger real estate market. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Title Associates, your choice and the right choice. Mortgage Investors Group is committed to being your home loan solution. It's just that simple. With over 22 years of experience in the home financing business and over 60,000 clients, MIG is Tennessee's leading independent mortgage lender. Whether you're looking to upgrade your current home, purchase your first home, or need to simply refinance to a lower rate, now is the time to move. There has never been a better time to buy a home than there is today. Record low rates, great selection of homes for sale, and sellers ready to sell. This environment will not last forever. Mortgage Investors Group has money to lend, experienced loan officers to guide you, and a singular focus of helping you. Contact us and we will help you realize your American dream today. MIGonline.com or 865-691-8910. Equal housing lender, Tennessee license number 109111. Mortgage Investors Group. Buying a home is now more affordable than it's ever been in the last 20 years. Decline in home values coupled with rock-bottom mortgage rates makes home affordability a reality. Mortgage Investors Group is ready to help you take advantage of these dynamic market conditions. With 16 Tennessee locations, MIG has dedicated itself to taking a caring approach to your home mortgage needs to help you make your home financing your reality. For more information, call toll-free 800-489-8910 or visit MIGonline.com. Mortgage Investors Group. Your home loan solutions for the past 22 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. Mortgage Investors Group is an equal housing lender. 
for Fox News Radio 100.3 WNOX. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray, your host. Thank you for coming back in and joining us. Um, this show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group, serving Tennessee since 1989. And I wanted to also tell you about a partner of ours called Admiral Title Company. Terry Adams and Phyllis Burnett started that company almost eight years ago. And Phyllis has been in the mortgage industry for for several years and knows it from front to back. And so she decided uh, to go ahead and open up a title company. And she knew just what needed to be done. And that was serving clients from beginning to end with no trouble and no worries and taking care of them from point A to point B to point C all the way through. And they do a tremendous job with that. I couldn't be more impressed with their with their system and their workflow. And you know, if you're a realtor out there or even if you're a lender and you're looking for somebody to partner with that you absolutely can just trust and know that things are going to be taken care of, Admiral Title is the place for you. You can reach them at 865-531-6060. You also, if you're a client or a customer rather and you want to go directly to them, let's say you're purchasing a piece of land or maybe a property and you're paying cash for that, that's outstanding. You can call them directly and they'll take care of making sure that the legal side of your transaction is A-OK. Again, it's 865-531-6060. Admiral Title. Now, as everybody knows, we do a goodwill segment at the end of each show at the last segment and Mark is going to introduce our guest here and talk a little bit about uh, what she is here to talk about. Well, from our area, we uh, talked to Chuck Cope last week and uh, he brings such great energy about the Oak Ridge community and the excitement and the and the growth of our community. And, uh, and I just thought it would be appropriate to bring in Katie Brown today from the Oak Ridge Convention and Visitor Bureau of Oak Ridge. And what she is the spokesperson for the last 10 years for the Secret City Festival, which is the most unique name, number <laughs> one, but is a unique festival that's going to happen next weekend. Katie, thank you for coming and joining us today. And tell us a little bit about the Secret City Festival. And what oh, it is. I'm glad to be here. Anything to spread the word about our little secret. Um, yeah. The Secret City Festival kind of evolved from other festivals that were being done in Oak Ridge many years ago and needed something new and fresh. And we decided, you know, it's an opportunity to expand on the whole secret city and what was happening during the war and really honor those veterans that are still alive and still living there and showcase for them um, that we've had an opportunity to grow and to to start telling the story. And so from the 40s to the future, the Secret City Festival was born 10 years ago in a living room with three or four people sitting around talking about, hey, what can we do that's new and different? And we decided to just go full force. And the City of Oak Ridge and the Oak Ridge Convention and Visitors Bureau and the Arts Council of Oak Ridge um, started to present the Secret City Festival. And it is the 10th year. I can't believe it. I can't believe I've did been in the same be place. May Fest? It did. Okay. I May thought Fest. so. Mm -hmm. And it was the Azalea Festival. It was okay. Mayfest, and it was always the third weekend in May. Well, out of like 22 years, it rained. 
17 of those years. And so <laughs> we decided that we would look at a new date, and that's why it moved to June. And, you know, we're bringing in national acts, and we have a World War II reenactment, and we've got history exhibits and all kinds of really cool things going on. And it's truly a celebration of Oak Ridge and what it's about and where it came from. So that's just super. I grew up, I'm sorry, I grew up in Oak Ridge, and I have a heart for Oak Ridge. I love Oak Ridge. And I think it's a, a tremendous area. And Chuck was able to identify some incredible things about Oak Ridge. Um, and, you know, it's one of those things where these the secret city uh, festival is just one of those places to showcase just how great our city mm-hmm. is. And it's June 15th and 16th, right? That's when the dates yes. are. And I went last year, I've been every year, but last year I went and I was actually hired by the Oak Ridge Observer to take pictures yeah. um, for it. And, um, you know, it really gave me the opportunity to come in and take a, a look at it through a different lens, figuratively and literally. Yeah. And I saw the kids just having an, a, a great time jumping and, and you also had, you know, the, the great food venue. And um, tell me a little bit about what is what, what you have available for the kids this year. Well, the thing that I love about the Secret City Festival, I have three little kids of my own mm-hmm. and um, everything for kids is free. I mean, wow. we've got... Even the food? Well, not the food. <laughs> I mean, come on now. We, we gotta, we gotta charge kidding. for something. Right. Um, but the, the you've got... Pony rides. Pony rides, which aren't free. The mm. one thing that you bring up. Oh. Um, the pony rides aren't free, but we got to give the pony a break. So right. he needs a little bit of, you know, uh, some control. Right. But inflatables and rock climbing walls. Yes. Um, this year, Oak Ridge has been named a playful city. Mm. And that's something new and exciting that um, we've just found out about in the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. And so the city of Oak Ridge is creating this event, or it's, it's continuing this event as a playful city event. Mm-hmm. And so the kids will be able to go around to different places around the um, festival and pick up armbands and then take them all back to one specific location and and be, you know, able to register for a drawing at the end. And there's all these really cool things that they'll be able to do for free. I mean, there's water events and you can, mm-hmm. the, even the toddlers have a hay bale maze and, you know, different things, crafts, Home Depot comes. And they What's the bouncy thing that they were doing? What's oh, that thing the called? Euro bungee. The Euro yeah, bungee. Uh-huh. It's yes. always a big favorite. And all of those things are free. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know about you if you've got kids, but I can't go anywhere for a weekend and not have to shell out, you know, a hundred bucks for the kids to have mm-hmm. exciting, fun things to do if and we're out. One of the things last year was uh, it, it, you always have great music yes. uh, on Friday night and Saturday night. And yeah. last Friday uh, or last year on Friday night, you had the Village People. They were awesome. And my kids always do the YMCA, but they never knew of the band. Yeah. And so when they saw the band, they go, "Well, who are these guys all they're dressed st- up? Yeah. They're still they're still alive." Yes, they, they are. are. still alive. Well, the big joke with the Secret City Festival is that over the years, we've always had like at least one dead guy in the band. Right. You know, like it was Bill Haley's Comets. Bill Haley was passed away right. and Jan and Dean and, you know, one right. of them is, you know. So this year, we have A1A, which is the original and official Jimmy Beach Buffett. Beachfront Avenue? No, oh, the okay. tribute band for Jimmy Buffett. Gotcha. So, oh, you know, it's yeah, going nice. to be a big beach party and all kinds of fun. And none of them are dead. Right. You know, so. <laughs> and then on Saturday, 
night, we have 38 special. Yeah. And so you've got this really interesting Great. mix of music, which we've never had. We started with oldies 10 years ago and said, this is where we want to go. We want to stick with the oldies. And you had the coasters and um, golly, we've had Chubby Checker and we've had all kinds of really cool things. And so this year we decided, you know, this was a neat offering with a beach party on mm. Friday night with A1A. Is there a cost for the music? There is a cost for the concerts. It's $20 a ticket. Mm-hmm. And um, you can go to the Civic Center in Oak Ridge on the Oak Ridge Turnpike and pick up your tickets there. Um, you can contact the Arts Council and that's 482-4432. Or you can get them on site that night um, or on our website, which is secretcityfestival.com. So, you know, last year, Ricky Skaggs played. Yeah, that's right. That yeah. was a great show. So that's different. Great. And people need to remember to bring their chairs or a blanket because it's out in a field. It's festival seating, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. You know, for those folks who don't know about Oak Ridge that are listening, because we do cover five states and over a million potential listeners, you know, Oak Ridge was built overnight, basically, and went from not even being on the map to being the fourth or third largest city in the whole state. And it was a place where scientists came and they developed this incredible technology to help to fuel the atomic bomb to help end the world in the war so this is a great place to come and yeah. t- it's a tribute really to allow for people to honor the veterans that you spoke of to come see a world war ii reenactment come down and get your kids face painted play on yeah. all the toys ride a pony eat some great food listen to some great music and you know one of the things that f- festivals i'm always discouraged about is the parking you always have to park so far away well the great news about the secret city festival in my opinion is that the parking's very convenient well the parking's the parking is far away because there's no parking on site but we have a shuttle service and that shuttle well, service I is always free. parked right there next to really, the place. It's really, yeah, it's really thinking, easy. In Atlanta, but the shuttle, you're thinking of Atlanta, maybe something yeah. like that. It's This is not far this away. A, no. It's right across the street. But, but the shuttle, I mean, it's a free shuttle. You can ride the shuttle. It's yeah. great. Right. You're right. So the you shuttle get, will help tremendously. Yeah. For old people like me that do not like to walk, that will be great. But for other people, <laughs> I mean, can you still park right there next to Goodies, where Goodies, but yes. back over in that park? Absolutely. You think that's a long, far away? way that's maybe a, a i don't think that's far see yeah. i park at the mall that's right where, that's yeah. where i park and that's the shuttle that's pickup good. oh goodies. what that's i right. like yeah, is right. that that and i'm i'm serious when i say this because the shuttle is free mm-hmm. i mean you don't get right. a free shuttle when you're going most places and oh, we no. are a small oh. town right but our location we're kind of landlocked with our festival now and right. one of the cool things you had mentioned and you ought to have my job i mean you're talking right. about our history and all the right. great things <laughs> i'd like to keep my job but <laughs> you know you're talking about history and you know our community and the wonderful things that have happened there and how to tell that story mm. and we have some really cool tours yes. that are taking place that weekend as well so yeah mark was pointing yeah. That out you can go to Y12. This is one of the only days during the year that you can get to Y12. That and you're not shot. <laughs> right? that's, that's we don't shoot yeah. people. <laughs> no, that you're not turned away. Oh, okay. oh, how about it? that? Um, no, but they, they get the, the, the dogs out and they sniff the bus and everything too. And so it's kind of a neat experience when you are actually legally allowed to be in Y12. Um, also, the DOE facilities pu- public bus tour takes you to y- um, Oak Ridge National Lab and to the graphite reactor, which is um, a, it's an incredible time capsule of oh, yeah. what happened during the war. And it's, if you haven't been able to go before, it, it's an opportunity to be able to do that. And that picks up an AMZ. Now, does the Oak Ridge uh, Museum uh, have displays or things going on at the same time? The American Museum of yeah. Science and Energy has discounted... Um, 
admission that weekend that's where all the tours pick up you know amsi's open all year long so we don't want to discourage people you you got to go there amsi is incredible that's right it's a great rate it's like a dollar to get in or something and so you're getting to go there you're getting to enjoy get you in out of the heat you get to enjoy all the fun stuff because that's right site. next door it to is it. it's in the backyard and right. we've expanded the festival to stretch from the civic center area up to amsi so that people can kind of intermingle and decide what they want to do being out in the heat is not for everybody mm-hmm. you know and and it's not just for kids we talked about um there's music all day long there's arts and crafts in the gym at the civic center and it's fine arts it's a juried art show and so we have demonstrations um, bill capshaw is a renowned artist from our area who's going to be doing reiku demonstrations outside um and also of course the food i mean come on who doesn't love a fried twinkie you know and all the festival food that you could eat, we've mm-hmm. got. So, and also the Secret City. I think you're also going to have the scenic excursion uh, train. That as train well. down there, K25. Is yes. that where it is? Yeah, and Take they're a doing bus down there. You can actually drive on down there on your at your own will and um, pick up the train that day. They'll have, I believe, eleven o'clock, one o'clock, and three o'clock. And those, are, this is like your last chance to get through the K25 facility. I mean, they're tearing they're, they're it down. Tearing it down right. And so this year is is we're really encouraging people to get out there to that facility. Facility, and that runs throughout the year on specific weekends. And, you know, our website's a really great resource to find out all that information. OakRidgeVisitor.com for general information about Oak Ridge tourism, but also SecretCityFestival.com for the festival stuff. And, and you know, great place... Um, to come and visit so you ought to come down on friday and and stay the night and then there's tons of places to stay yeah we got so, some great hotels yep so is there a place where they can locate the hotels that our might website be? our okay. website has hotels oakridgevisitor.com i think okay. it's slash accommodations and okay. you can go and get a full list and the housinghour.com website will have all these websites posted great. so any information that you want to share katie i'll be happy to put on That's our website great too. great So as far as, Katie, when it comes to the future events, I mean, this has been a strong event and it seems to be only picking up momentum. I mean, you anticipate this to be bigger this year and then next year. Um, For the people out there that are listening that want to be involved, there's also a place where you can get involved because they need people to help volunteer and things like that, correct? We always need volunteers. We need vendors from, if you're an arts and crafts person and you have something to sell to performers on stage, those are things that unfortunately this year you're not going to be able to participate in but come get an idea of what the festival's like and then get started for next year because we want this to be bigger and better every year how many visitors do you have uh, for the festival, we have around 20,000 visitors that entire weekend. It's yep. a great event. We unfortunately are running out of time. And Katie, I appreciate you so much coming in uh, and speaking to us about the Secret City Festival. Mark, you can put your application in to sing next year, possibly. Yeah. And Shine does do du- juggling. Thank you guys so much for coming in. I really appreciate you listening to our show. We'll see you next week here on the Housing Hour from 2 to 3 on WNOX 100.3. Have a great weekend. The chance he takes Odds are he won't live to see tomorrow Secret Asian man Secret Asian man They've given you a number That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and the why not. You need to know, so come here to find out. This program is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.